Welcome to the podcast edition of Maximum Growth Live, the number one program for lawyers who want to grow their practices. Each week, our hosts, Seth Price and Jay Ruane, tackle the fundamental questions about how to grow the profit and profitability of your law firm. To watch the program live, submit your questions and hear the latest episode. Tune in every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern on Facebook for our live show. Maximum Growth Live is a production of Maximum Lawyer Media. Hello, hello, and welcome to another edition of Maximum Growth Live. I'm one of your hosts, Jay Ruane, CEO of FirmFlex, as well as managing partner of Ruane Attorneys, a criminal defense and civil rights firm in Connecticut. With me, as always, my good friend, my amigo, and I just got to spend a good solid four days with him, so I've got a huge smile on my face. That man over there, Seth J. Price. Seth. How are you doing this week? Doing well, uh, doing well. Max Law was uh, was quite a trip, and I uh, really enjoyed it. Yeah, you know, it was great. And one of the great things about it is uh, I got to see all the people from Blue Shark. You had a lot of people. You know, for people in our audience who don't know what Blue Shark is, Blue Shark is Seth's passion play. Uh, it's SEO for lawyers and service professionals. Um, but really, for lawyers is where Blue Shark got its start because it came out of your firm, right? Correct. Yeah. So and it was essentially our in-house digital. So you had Nalini there, but you had some other members of your team there because you, you, know, you have a lot of clients in the community. Uh, and it was really cool getting to talk with your Blue Shark people uh, and, and really getting to engage with them. I know my people at FirmFlex uh, really spent a lot of time with the Blue Shark people. Uh, and it was a lot of fun for all them to, uh, to get together, all those millennial Gen Z people uh, doing what they do. You know, with a couple dozen clients in the room, uh, we took the extra time to bring some of the account reps for lack of a better term who who are sort of like part of the sausage baking so that they could do check-ins it's a lot cheaper to visit everybody in st louis than it is to fly around to people's offices so got a lot of quality one-on-one time with uh clients around the country and uh you know talked to a lot of people who were sort of you know considering whether to dip their foot into digital and uh, had some really nice uh conversations there as well yeah you know it's funny after all of this after talking, my you know uh, one of my marketing director uh, is also part of FirmFlex, and she was chatting up with some of your people, and uh, she reached out to me and said, you know, we should really consider Blue Shark, uh, and so uh, that's something that I need to have a conversation. We, we won't do it well, here. To live. be fair, you get the best of Blue Shark without paying for it, but, you know. <laughs> but I have I have a, a, of a a feeling. It's something that I, a business truism. I have a lot of business truisms, right? One is the book I have not written, which is people suck, no good deal goes unpunished, and you can't teach common sense with the afterword that money solves almost any problem. <laughs> but if I were to have a, a second afterword, it would have to do with the favor economy. And it works greatly, but whenever I have a contractor come to my house, oh, no, no, I'll do that as a favor. I'm like, no, I need to pay for it. When you don't pay for it, there's not an actual deliverable. Might happen, might not. But much of life is, is there somebody to yell at if that doesn't work? And that's, to me, part of the reason. So it's a funny, funny conversation because you and I spend countless hours talking about how you should structure stuff. My team has worked with you on issues that have come up in your site, but it's not the sort of normal client 
you know, vendor relationship, so to speak. And, it, you know, it, it is funny how your staff is like, you know what, we need more of that and not just the, you know, Jay talking to Seth and getting our stuff straight. Yeah, no, it's, it's definitely interesting. You know, we've been suffering from this uh, GMB problem uh, that has come up over the last like six weeks. Our leads were down and that type of thing. And we got verified by GMB. We thought everything was going and then they combined, missing, combined uh, 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 profiles and that type of thing. And you know what I did when I, I sort of, I did what I should have done at the beginning. I took a few steps back and I was like, you know what? I never updated that uh, nap in Moz so that that went out across all uh, Axiom and all of those uh, listings. And so that's why the GMB wasn't moving my office from one to another because all of the other signs online, despite me saying, hey, move it, all of the other signs online was like, no, our office was still in Wethersfield. And that... You know, right. that's so we, that, we, the Blue Shark, just to give you an idea, we've moved beyond Moz. We have a whole system that does this by hand and automated. But the idea being that when we move something, that's just a given. It's instinctual and it's done. Um, you know, so it's, it's fascinating to see what happens. You know, there, there are certain things you can do by yourself and there are certain pitfalls when you do it yourself. I'm, and I'm a perfect example of that. You know, it's, it took me six weeks to, to the light bulb on, but oh, wait a minute, I forgot to do that part of it. I started with state, step two instead of step one. And I was so excited, you know, running, running, running with these new offices that I think now we're getting it all straightened out. Uh, things are already better. Um, and, uh, you know, we should be good by the end of this week. So, you know, it, but it's one of those things that, you know, sometimes you do need a professional to help. You know, I just put in four new toilets in my house. I had a plumber and can put them in. I can, I can set a toilet, um, but I had a pro do it because I don't want... Uh, you know, I don't want the stuff flushing into the kitchen. Uh, you know, I wasn't no, about to take I'll give that you an example. The, thing, the greatest highlight to me, pivoting away from this slightly, of Max Lawcon was walking down the, the halls and finding all these people that listen to us on a week-to-week -week basis. You know, you and I sit here in a vacuum, and while we may get a comment here or there, I did not realize how many people were regular listeners quoting back shows to us. It was it was quite humbling. Uh, one person, as they were getting out of their SUV from the airport and passed me uh, by the entrance, like, I'm listening to you as I walk. And it was like, that's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. That is pretty cool. You know, it is, we are blessed. There's a lot of listeners in that community. I want to talk a little bit about uh, the day that not many people got to see because it was the very first day uh, the Monday, and you and I were, were blessed to be able to lead uh, masterminds uh, for the guild. And for those who are listeners who are not, who are not, or either new listeners or listening to this months from now, uh, and you're just learning about us, uh, the Maximum Lawyer Guild is a separate sort of members only uh, association of lawyers that has a lot more than what's going on in the big Maximum Lawyer group or in the Maximum Growth Live group, uh, that type of thing. Uh, and that's something I want to talk about. Uh, but um, the, 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 the Maximum Lawyer Guild uh, put together, uh, I guess, what, like 80, 60, 80 wow. people. Uh, so five groups of 12. So what's that? I can't do the math, but that's 60. 70, 60? 60. See, I can divide by There's a third. A uh, yeah, I, I, that's why I went to law school. I can divide by a third. That's about it. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so 60 people there really working on some of their things. Now, my group, we had a lot of people talking about vision, uh, and, and, and that was awesome uh, because it really, you know, we had some people who were trying to do too much uh, because they had come from general practice areas and they got over the, uh, they got over the, uh, I, ha I have to be everything to everyone. 
which I think helped them. Uh, we had some transformative uh, ses sessions. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about your people because I didn't, you know, obviously it's you're sworn to secrecy uh, and I'm not going to reveal any confidences, but, you know, my people really worked on vision uh, and, and where they want to be. Um, what was yours like? Well, it was interesting because it was humbling to see sort of like where you've come from in the sense that these are people with the issues that you had, you know, a decade ago. But one of the things that was really gratifying was, for, and this is not normal in a, in a mastermind, we had about a third of the group that had actionable items that were going to solve the problem they came with. They said, I have a problem, and there was a finite issue. I'll give you a clear example. So there's somebody who had an employee, and there was a question about retention, and they, they had an okay salary with a discretionary bonus that they were planning on paying out. And the, the, the sort of, you know, group came back with, hey, turn that into a, not discretionary, but a bonus structure that gives that person a number they know they're gonna get when they hit certain metrics. And secondly, you know, there was a question of like, there was a piece of the person's job they didn't love, eliminate that, take that and reassign it. If it's a nominal thing, you know, that game of chess is not to be underrated. Like there's a lot you can do moving those pieces around. And in this case, I was confident that person's gonna go back with a better, happier employee that's gonna solidify the firm at their stage. And that was that was a, just a great moment. There were two or three others of those where there was a finite issue that if you went back and took these steps based on everything you, I, and other people have been in the trenches know, they would be better off. So that was cool. I'd say the other common theme was what do you want to be when you grow up? You call it vision, but um, to a certain extent, people were, it was very hard to, for anybody to give advice or perspective if the person themselves didn't know where they wanted to go. And we've heard that over time. All the good coaches we had come through our show talked about that. But the first question they need to know is where do you want to get to? Otherwise, how are you supposed to get yourself there? And that was readily apparent, something that I probably having been an accidental law firm, an accidental agency to a large extent, much longer topic, the idea that, you know, when you have a beacon, it is much easier to get to that point. And when you see people like Ryan McKean, these were not people from our group, but people like Ryan McKean or the Jersey Boys, where they know where they want to go. It's a pleasure to watch that journey because it's a, you know where the beacon is and you can see them going there. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, so let's talk a little bit about day one because day one, you know, was a kickoff. It was really... Um, you know, one of the great things about a thing like Max LawCon is that, you know, as you as you've been part of the community for a while, and as you participate in the in the in the group and in the guild and that type of thing, you develop these long-standing relationships with people that are all basically online. Uh, and then when you finally do get together, it's really sort of a a wonderful experience. It's almost like a like a college reunion, but you never went to college together. Um, it's, it's, or imagine if you went to an online college and then you had your in-person reunion. That like there were several people I swore I had broken bread with, and they were like, "No, we just been on a ton of zooms together." Yeah, yeah, and, and that's and that's really cool. I mean, that's one of the wonderful things. I mean, I know that very first day I wound up in the bar pretty late uh, in the casino um, with a bunch of people that I, you know, you'd see their name, you saw their profile pic. Uh, but now you can really sort of drill down into things, uh, and, you know, and, and it was it was a lot of fun just chatting up with people uh, and sort of uh, catching up. Day one, some of the highlights. I mean, obviously, you know, I was lucky enough to, to speak on day one, even just kicking it off with with Freeze. Um, I thought that was a great presentation. Uh, there was there was so many good things. 
Uh, and if you're if you're watching, if you're listening, make sure you're letting us know what your takeaways from day one were uh, down in the comments, because obviously we want to have more discussion about this program. That's one thing that Seth and I uh, talked about. Um, so be sure to let us know down below uh, what some of your uh, highlights from day one of Max Lawcon were. Um, Seth, anything jump out at you as something that you recall as, no, it was as being great? On an emotive level, your gym kick off the day. I loved your presentation. I loved talking to Tyson about, you know, normally Tyson and I just talk for hours. It was great to be able to put do that in front of an audience. I thought Russ Nesevich uh, was, was really one of the best presentations I've heard in a while. He's a great speaker, but it was a combination of the emotive, which I discount generally. It's great. The stories are great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's going to make me money? But he told his story about how he made money, and I feel like there were takeaways from that. You know, I'm a takeaway guy. People are like, you know, where is the list? What are the action items when you go home? And a motive is great, but making money is even better. And again, motive can help you make money, but those actual things that you can go back and say, I'm going to do this now um, when I get home. And I felt like Russ talked about the steps he took, the risks he took, and that pro put that process in place. So to me, that was one of the highlights. Yeah, you know, I mean, one of the things about doing what we do and being uh, legal entrepreneurs really is 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 we are, uh, I guess, comfortable or more accepting of a higher level of risk of many of our colleagues. You know, most lawyers, are, their job is really to downplay risk, right? I mean, it's, it's to provide, well, here's all the risky things that you can be doing. And a lot of us sort of charge head on into risk uh, because we've decided that, we're going to uh, we're going to do our own thing our own way, uh, and and the, it, the good thing about Russ is that when I saw it too is you could tell he's done a lot of presentations in his role as a financial advisor over the years. He's very comfortable in front of an audience, and you know that's one of the things that I think you know they they did a good job selecting speakers that really you know do well presenting, uh, and I think that's certainly something that uh, that you know you can go to a lot of legal seminars. And unfortunately, um, at most continuing legal ed seminars that I've been to, it is basically a demonstration that a person can read from their slides. And that really didn't happen here at Max yeah. LawCon. The people who were speaking knew their stuff and the slides were, you know, were where you took some notes. But, you know, you could you could reach out to like Billy and say, hey, I want to talk to you about changing my stuff. And she knows what she's talking about, regardless of the slides that are in front of her, uh, and 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 with with you and Tyson too on day one, there was some great stuff, some deep stuff there that uh, you know I think aspirationally people could could attack and say you know in, in a couple of years I'm going to be where Seth is at and and some of the things that you have had to consider over time. Talked a little bit about you know you losing your office manager uh, to a motorcycle accident and that type of thing, you know. That's that's like getting hit by a bus, right? Like you, you talked about it. It's, it. That's exactly it. That's exactly it. So you know, you could really do a lot by coming to a conference like this. Uh, you know, and I'll thoughts? say something. You know, it's funny because you always talk about there. There, I want takeaways, but I'll give examples of one that was not takeaway driven. But Chris Nicholson, who really showed up at Max Lawcon, Max Law. And then Max, it was, and uh, John Fisher event, I believe, is where it may have kicked off for him. 
And a lot of people reference the John Fisher Mastermind as being their launchpad, which who had been, become very successful. But when you saw something, this wasn't about his wasn't about takeaways like you were. It was going to show you how to make a buck. But the idea that leveraging these groups from Fisher's Mastermind to Max Law and Max LawCon showed his path, and his path has been a rather successful one. He was in a sort of a mid-level non-PI market. And he said, you know what? I see in my market to make the money I want and have the lifestyle I want, I need to pivot. And it was it's kind of unusual in such a short period to see a pivot successfully be made and to see how he leveraged these groups to do it, I thought was, you know, look, you need your tribe. And if nothing else, these groups have left us a tribe that makes us you know, enjoy the, the process as well as have a group to fall back on, which is equally important. Yeah, you know, it's, you and I both come from the criminal defense field, uh, specifically DUI defense. And, you know, from the, the DUI defense perspective, a lot of um, a lot of us in that field would often go to seminars. And then after the seminars around, you know, around the bar, that's where we were relegated to talk business. And there was a certain segment of the of the group that, you know, didn't want to talk business at all, at ever, uh, at events. And then there were us. Don't. Right. And, and then there were people like us who, you know, that's why we're there, to find other people that are in the business we're in and, 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 and learn from each other. And that's the cool thing about Max Law is like, I'm learning from PI lawyers what they do, uh, you know, because their sales process is different. They're not looking for that credit card. But a guy like Marco Brown, who, who needs to get paid up front, um, just like we do and get that money in the bank, we can talk about sales and the sales cycle and, and, and getting people to hire us. Uh, and that's something that I, I never would have considered before I was part of this community. Well, well I, I find this funny because people would walk up to us. How do you know, Jay? Like, you guys seem to have like, known each other for, for years. And the truth is, there was no Max Law. There was no Fisher Mastermind. We went to seminars and we were the only two of three people in the nation that we knew of in the criminal space talking this way, having these conversations. So before it was just you and me having a phone call. That's part of the reason, even though both of our firms have sort of scaled beyond it, we know the value of this group and it didn't exist and frankly doesn't exist even at the higher level. So we're sort of now we're stuck, but like this, you know, this is what we've always wanted is this type of community. Yeah. And it, and it truly is a community. I mean, you can sit I, every day. I sat with different people at breakfast and at lunch. Uh, and everyone was welcoming and everybody wanted to know my thoughts on a topic. And then they wanted to give their opinion on uh, my issues because I would share with them the issues that I had going on. And that's another thing that I think, um, you know, a lot of the speakers, you know, you go to some other seminars and they, they paint this picture that everything is always rosy. Uh, and you and I both know it, it's when you're not a law entrepreneur, it's not every it's not always rosy. Well, let me ask you a question. There's a lot of great, positive, positive stuff. Let me ask you one question, which I always struggle with. And you've talked about this a bit, which is, you know, when, when somebody posts something on Max Law in the, let's say, the Facebook group, and, it, and it's vetted more at these symposiums, but there are a lot of opinions given. How do you recommend that an individual sift through that? I think a lot of what I've done, meaning, and I feel like I, I've earned the right to sort of opine on certain things, but when you read a list, 
There's no like, hey, this is my gross revenue for life. This is my profit margin. There's none of those data points that go along with the opinion. You know, a lot of people say, you know, opinions are like a body part. Everybody's got one. But how do you do you, do you suggest to our audience who are trying to sift and determine which of these different data points you crowdsourcing or the people you listen to more than others? What are your thoughts on that? Because I was thinking about that a lot during the uh, yes. conference. That's a really interesting question. So why don't we do this? Why don't we take a quick break? We'll hear from our sponsors. And when we come back, we're going to talk about that question as well as day two, uh, some final thoughts and where we plan to take Max Growth Live. So folks, stick around. We'll be right back with more Maximum Growth Live. The lawyers who will succeed in the next decade are the ones who are focusing on building their brands where people meet. And there is no place better to build your brand than on social media. With the FirmFlex DIY social media plan, hundreds of lawyers like you are using social media to build their brand and become the one lawyer in their community that people know, like, and trust. By spending even just five minutes a day on social media marketing, you can engage with hundreds or thousands of people in your local community who will need your services. By cultivating a network of followers, you build a book of business that you can market to the next decade and beyond. If you are looking for a solution to help you jumpstart your social media marketing, look no further than the DIY plan at GetFirmFlex.com. The DIY was created by a small firm lawyer for people just like you, helping you connect with local people online and build your brand and engage people in the topics they want to talk about, all for under $100 a month. To find out more, visit GetFirmFlex.com. In this world today, if you want to grow your business, you want to grow your firm, you want to take on more cases and make a bigger impact, you have to have a digital blueprint. Statistically, throughout the time that we've been working with Blue Shark Digital, our law firm, the Atlanta Divorce Law Group, grew over 1,400%. Seth and his team have years of experience in this area. Blue Shark is truly a part of the firm, so I don't consider Blue Shark any different than the employees in my office. And we're back. And so the question that Seth posed to me was, you know, when, when you're in a community, a max, so maximum lawyer community is what, like almost 5,000 people uh, at this point. Um, and yes, there's some vetting of the questions and then there's some responses that go along with it. You know, for me, um, I, I, I tend to look at everything a little bit critically. Uh, and I want to know, if somebody is answering a question, you know, what experience do they truly have, right? Because it's very easy for a solo with a part-time VA um, to opine about employees and employee management or scaling something, but they can have an opinion, but they wouldn't necessarily have done it. So I look to see the people who have, I've seen they have scaled their firms over time, you know, over three or four years, you can scale uh, pretty revolutionary to go from, you know, year one to year four, right, uh, in a three-year time period. Uh, and I also look at the quality of the commentary that they've done before, um, you know, if other people rely on them and that type of thing. So, you know, there are people in the um, there are people in the community that I would give more credence to, you know, like for you. I mean, if you're if you're talking about SEO and you're and somebody's out there and there's some schmo who's I've never heard of, who's saying, you know, with my Scorpion site, my SEO is this, this, and this. Um, and I know Scorpion. I, I mean, I'm just, I know they're a pay-per-click, uh, you know, powerhouse. That's 
That's how they get you based on, uh, you know, ever increasing spend on pay-per-click. Um, you know, I'm going to say, well, you know, they may not have had the life experience. You know, my, my kids can tell me all about the great food in the world, but they really haven't been anywhere to be able to tell me how great food is. They'll tell me how great grilled cheeses are in Orlando, in New York City, and in, and in Bridgeport, Connecticut. Um, but, you know, somebody who's a world traveler, they'll have a different experience. So I, I want to make sure that they have a body of knowledge that they're working from. And I like people who say, you know, my, you know, my opinion isn't the only opinion, but here's why I would back it up with some facts. And I'm not looking for people to necessarily tell me what their gross revenue is and their annual revenue. That actually came up right before the conference. There was a question about, you know, should you, you know, someone said, oh, it should be a third profit, a third for expenses and, and a third for salaries of employees. And I'm like, I look at my numbers and, and it's not broken down that way. I, I tend to spend more on branding and marketing and that type of thing. And I take home less specifically because it allows me to have the lifestyle that I want. I'll hire more staff uh, so I don't have to do certain things. Um, what are your thoughts about, you know, when should somebody take the, take the advice of somebody in, in a Facebook forum? Well, look, obviously, you know, it, the whole idea of social proof that we're seeing now, whether it be travel or restaurants, you know, if I see a restaurant and Jay gave an Italian restaurant a positive review, that means a lot more to me than some schmo. At the same time, um, you don't always have the benefit of that. You know, one of the, I'll, give, I'll take it back personally. So I feel like I've done a lot of good things in scaling the firm, leveraging digital. But one of the things that I saw a lot of people at Max Law do, which I'm sort of a student of, and meaning a student rather than a teacher of, would be sort of automations. I see a lot of people doing incredible stuff with automations. And I am behind the curve on that, admittedly, within my law firm. Digital agency does all sorts of great stuff as far as, you know, systems, but it doesn't, it hasn't moved there. So now I'm sort of looking introspectively, like, who are those people? Because sometimes it's hard to tell. And, you know, I know that I've looked not within the Max Law community, but another one of these affinity communities where some of the people that are sort of like sitting next to the leaders on stage and doing all these things turn out to be upside down and bankrupt. And it's, it's tough because, you know, a lot of what we get is unverified numbers. I get this a lot. I'm always looking for like, like vetting shiny objects to see what's there, whether it be a YouTube play or a social play or something that even Jay Ruin hasn't figured out. You know, I'm looking at these things and I'm like, well, they sound great, but is this real or is this just a great story and nobody can vet it because it's not like it's a real estate transaction. You have, a, you, have a, a, you know, you can look at the public records. You have people telling you revenue and numbers of cases with absolutely nothing backing it up. And I've seen that over and over again where people tell you how to do stuff. And when you ask them for their own numbers, they're paying $2,500 to $5,000, let's say, per injury case. That's not great. Right? There are a lot of other ways to make a buck. So it's a combination of knowing you want to do stuff, but it is definitely a frustrating process sifting that out. Yeah. And I mean, you know, the reality is, is, you know, the buyer has to beware in any situation. I think whenever you get lawyers talking about business anywhere, there's going to be, have to be some level of puffery that you're going to have to, to discount just because, you know, I'm not going to talk about the fact that, you know, we had to give a hundred thousand dollar refund last month. I'm going to talk about our my my gross revenue numbers. I'm not going to tell you what the net was, you know, because the you know the top line is for vanity, the bottom line is for sanity, right? And and you know people want to give the impression maybe even that they're a little more successful than they are. Um, and and, and well, it's, 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 one side is fake till you make it. 
right. the other, when I was doing stuff before I entered law, I saw the real estate world. I always took what any, whatever anybody said and they cut it in half. And if I didn't believe them much, I cut it in half again. And those were actually generally pretty good ways of looking at stuff. And you, while you, in, I'm inspired by people who sort of push themselves, it can become, it can drag you down. You think, oh my God, what are they doing? Right. And I'm not doing, and you just got to be careful because a lot of times it's, it's not all what it seems from the outside. Yeah. I think what it comes down to is people need to have, you know, their antenna up and they have to be listening and just be, well, and, and the thing is too, you know, just because something works for another person in another practice area doesn't necessarily that it's going to mean the same thing to you and your practice areas. And it's not necessarily going to get the same results. I mean, let's, let's face facts. I mean, if you think about it, America Online grew through direct mail. There was a lot of people who were saying direct mail was done at a time that America Online went in. Groupon, its entire business model was uh, was basically an email list, right? I mean, that's that's what Groupon was. They, they sold access to an email list of millions of people. You know, if you pick something and you go all in on it uh, and you do it the right way, you're going to get results for sure. Um, the problem with coming out of a thing like MacLawcon, I think, is um, there, there's some shiny object stuff that people start chasing, and, and they don't necessarily, uh, you know, think it all the way through. Uh, and you have the critical skills to think it all the way through. Uh, one of the things that I thought was awesome on day two uh, was uh, Mike Albee's presentation uh, about the different software that he uses uh, and, and what he's doing. Uh, he used a lot to talk about, you know, what topics to create for content, um, how to, you know, how to, how to, how to identify what people are talking about online. One of the ones, one of the guys, um, I was talking to, I told him and I posted about it in, uh, uh, in the, either in the guild or the big group recently is, you know, scraping AVO for questions from the public. Uh, and I got, uh, someone came back to me and says, I can do you one better. Go on Reddit. There are forums about your local area and lawyers in your local area that you don't even know exists right now. So I went down the Reddit wormhole over the last you know couple of days, and oh my God, I've got you know 500 ideas for content we could be pushing out there and videos that are going to go on social and are going to go on TikTok and all these wonderful things. But that's the thing. Like I saw people out there also who uh, who were like, I got to get on TikTok, and if it's not your thing. Just throwing up one TikTok video isn't gonna isn't gonna make it. I know there are and, people and, that are gonna be successful at and it. Even, and even even Mike Albee, who's one of my favorites, who went viral. It's not like he's retiring off that. Oh, definitely. You know, monetizing, you know, TikTok fame, and there are again places for everything. I think the people who have done this in certain niche markets, certain things like immigration with a longer sales cycle, where the personality comes through, maybe even family law, but some of the more transactional, criminal, and PI. It's a much, much harder conversion. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. The, the piece of advice I was given recently, though, was what you can do is take some of the, the experience you get with the organic social that you're so great with and then picking from that what you want to pay for, like what right. you want to put money behind and using your organic social as the weather barometer to determine what is the best way to do it. Well, that's actually one of the things that we launched at Max LawCon. For those who were not there uh, at FirmFlex, we actually launched, launched uh, social sales funnels. So uh, that was the that was our big uh, announcement uh, at the conference. And so what we'll do, you can go on getfirmflex.com to find out more about it. Um, but what we've actually done is we've gone out uh, and Jen, my content person, has created 
uh, 25 different eBooks that people can opt in for. And we'll actually set up, you know, a trigger post, a video post, uh, reviews carousel. We'll do all of that stuff and set up the whole funnel for you. Uh, and I think that's the thing to really amplify social is, is selectively spending money in the right places. Um, and it, there's no free play on social anymore. Hasn't been for years. But if you combine the organic stuff that you can do for free and you do this and you do the selective social funnels, you can really sort of amplify and get things in sort of like you're going to want to have organic uh, SEO and you may want to supplement it with pay-per-click uh, to get you know things happening. It's uh, it's the way it's the wave of the future. But you know, imagine being imagine being able to be on the one television station in town uh, and get inside people's heads. And that's what that's what social is all about. I mean, people are spending four hours a day on their phones, three and a half of it uh, in social media, uh, and so it's like being on the one TV show in town, uh, and you can get in their heads. So. If you're not spending money on social, you, you better be. Um, so other thing we want to talk about, Seth, before we, uh, we call this one uh, quits, is we want to start up a Maximum Growth Live uh, Facebook group because what we're seeing is we're getting distribution in, in, in John Fisher's group, in the Maximum Lawyer group, in our group. And what we'd like to do is we'd like to bring everybody together so we can have a more constructive dialogue. We've got you know thousands of people listening in all different places, even getting people on the podcast that are listening and, and sending in comments. But if we can have one place to do it. So I'm going to go ahead and get that set up. And hopefully by the time you're listening to this, you're going to search out uh, and, and join the Maximum Growth Live Facebook group. Uh, and then Seth and I will be monitoring that group and engaging people in conversation. Uh, and I think, Seth, maybe you can add some people from Blue Shark there if people have digital questions as well. Uh, they can monitor it because we want to give people the best of uh, everything that we can give. And I'll, I'll, of course, pipe in on anything social. What do you think about that? Well, that, that sounds great. It just, um, you know, it's funny. When we set this up. It, we, we wanted to be able to make this interactive. So when we're having these conversations, people can sort of continue the conversation offline. They say that um, in, in a lot of forums, but I feel like we need to raise the bar. So that, that's our, you know, we got a year before the uh, the next Max LawCon. Uh, number four, they've already announced dates. Um, let's make sure that we have a vibrant community that that can uh, be, you know, sharing and building um, on the growth strategies and, and digging down into those areas that we saw so much demand for out in St. Louis. Yeah, I mean, that's what we're really all about is helping your law firm grow and get to the scale that you want it to be at. I mean, my I don't want the same thing that Seth over there, that Seth over there wants. The idea of me having 40 lawyers in my office I don't say it frightens me, but it, it just, I, I, that's not the vision. That's not the, the ideals that I want to have. I'm very happy with where I'm at. Uh, and that's what it's all about. Growing a firm is growing a firm that you want to have to give you the life that you desire. Uh, and that's really the most important thing. And I want to talk about that, you know, vision or, you know, that sort of soul bearing thing, because, you know, a lot of people have to address that question, Seth. Uh, but it's not something that's easily done. You, know, you almost have to go through a therapist-type situation and, and talk about it. Um, and that's something that I'd like to talk about in the coming weeks is, is how, do you, how do you create that vision? You know, what do you think about? Um, you know, who, are, who are the players in the conversation? Uh, you know, all that stuff matters. Uh, and so I think that's something that we should, we should task uh, for the coming, coming episodes. And if you are in our Facebook group right now, Set up a post. Tell us down below about 
what how did you come about your vision because maybe we'll get you here on another edition of maximum growth live but for now seth i think that's a good show you know i'm still a little tired from max uh, maximum lock on uh it was a, it was a great event but i got very little sleep you're tired I, I had to vegas for the weekend so uh i just got back from mtmp which was extraordinary yeah that's uh, well, voice. Well, let's talk about that next week you kind of lost your voice but you know, I, I did, you know, I'm, I'm two Max Law Cons in. I've given four presentations. Um, I think, you know, maybe the next one I'll probably do uh, eight presentations at and try to just have a whole Jay Ruane track day. I'll just do mine over and over and As over. As there again. should be. <laughs> that would be exhausting. That would be absolutely exhausting. But I'm already thinking of ideas, things that I could teach people. Yeah, I, I, got the, I got the slogan for it, all Jay all the time. <laughs> all Jay all day. There we go. I love it. All right, folks, that's going to do it for us here live at Maximum Growth Life. Once again, thank you for being part of this journey with us, and thank you for tuning in each week. If you want to follow us, you can catch our podcast not only on the Maximum Lawyer podcast, but all, uh, also on our own syndicated Maximum Growth Live podcast. Of course, if you want to catch us, you can catch us every Thursday here, 3 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. Pacific. And as always, if you want to catch up with Seth and his SEO Insider you can catch that on the Blue Shark digital page. For me, my Max LawCon presentation was about uh, systems, and I put up one slide during my show, uh, during my presentation, so I got like 75 new people to join our group, our Systemizing Your Law Firm for Growth Facebook group, and if you wanna join that, certainly you can do so. And as always, uh, we are here at FirmFlex and at Blue Shark. Uh, if you have any SEO or social uh, we're happy to take those calls and questions because we're really all about helping people out. Seth, I got nothing left. You got anything left for the people? Yeah. Where are you good. off to next? What's Have your next great... conference? Um, you know, I'm, I'm thankfully home. The team is going off to the next few, and I get to uh, spend a little bit more time with the family in the new house. Nice. Yeah, Seth just moved, everybody. He showed up at Max Law Con exhausted from moving uh, and then put on a killer, killer uh, presentation with Tyson uh, and really gave it his all. So when you get a chance to watch the videos, absolutely do it. Okay, that's going to do it for us right now. I am Jay Ruane. He is Seth Price. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to Maximum Growth Live. Please remember to subscribe to our podcast for the latest episodes and tune in live on Facebook every Thursday for our live show. For more information, visit Maximum Growth Live on Facebook or MaximumLawyer.com and be sure to share us with your friends.